I remember when Bond was fun, killing bad guys with weird kind of guns, having gadgets and girls and doing cool shit at all, but then it got all Jason Bourne and lame. And we wanted something that was the same. And then Kingsman came out and it was pretty cool. Then the second one came out and we did a review. Well, honey, bang, bang, Kingsman 2, the golden circle, and it comes up right now. It's the bond that Bond fans deserve. We have just seen a movie, my friends, a movie about spies. Spying cool fight scenes, holy shit! I'm gonna need to cap the shit out of this audio because that was a bit like yeah. Welcome back to Herd You Saw! You thought we were gonna see Ocean's 8, you were wrong! You thought we were gonna see Jurassic World 2, you were still wrong! You thought maybe hereditary? No! Instead, we've come out of left field and gone to the list and seen the film Kingsman 2, The Golden Circle. I am joined by Shay, EJ, and Sean. Hello. Bye. Oh, that's a very theatrical episode. It's a powerful opening for a powerful movie. You're like a cartoon, just like the film. Oh, yes. Um, right, so we've just watched Kingsman, <laughs> The Golden Circle. Just as a, as a, as a, as a so. I feel like we should give a little bit of context because a member of this crew, EJ, hi, you raise your arm on an audio podcast. That's great. Um, yes, you were the one that brought this particular film to our attention. Yes. What was your What was your pitch? What, how did you sell it to us? Uh, I don't remember. <laughs> you feign ignorance. It will not save you. I don't remember what I said to get us to watch it, but I just said that I really liked it, and I think it was like the absolute perfect mix of ridiculous for us. Yes. Yeah. You did say words along lines, it's like the fucking greatest, most ridiculous action film. You said that yes. in the kitchen not two hours ago. It is true, though. Yeah, it's very out there. There's I love no it. There's no point in which this film is not ridiculous. It is leaning in so much harder to the ridiculous, yeah. like, areas of the spy genre, like, in ways that no other film is. But yeah. we'll get to that. Hold on to your seat, listener. We begin, as ever, with our one-line hot takes. Shay Collins, as you're cackling in the background, looking fantastic. <laughs> like the blue and orange, it's so strong. You're like a fucking advert for, you know, Destiny 2. Uh, <laughs> looking Thank like you. a dream. Oh, well. <laughs> oh, hello. What's your one line hot take? Um, I, I wish I thought of it quick before. Uh, <laughs> yeah, film. Definitely, uh, Definitely a movie? Definitely a film. Hot take right there. <laughs> Exclusive hot take. Would you, it's would, a movie. Would you like me to come back to you and try you again? Oh, uh, yeah. Come to Sean Nabra! Returning after an absence to the podcast. Mm. Your one line hot take. I can't imagine yeah. how much compression you're going to have to put on this audio. Uh, none. Oh, it's just going to go out, go out my hot. My thing is that... People will feel like they're in the room. <laughs> you, you also... That's why I'm leaning further away from the microphone as I continue to get louder. <laughs> when you go loud, you also lean forward. You go, welcome back. Then you lean forward and then out and forward. That's that's how you podcast, guys. I mean, we've, only, we've been doing this for more than a year now, right? I feel like we had an anniversary at some point, but we're not going to... We're not going to observe anniversaries. We're going to observe, like, round numbers of multiples of ten, maybe. It's not even true. We haven't had an anniversary yet. Have we no, not? we have. We have? We yeah. have, yeah. Are you sure? Yeah. Pirates of the Caribbean 5 came out more than a year ago, right? Wow. Yeah. yeah. I remember we watched Time. it before right. Wonderborn. Word. Yeah. 
Yeah, you know, so it's 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 not about it's not about the podcast that yes. you made. It's the friends you made along the way. Uh, Sean, I'm sorry I interrupted your yes. one-line hot take. Uh, this film plus watching any film with you, Nick, oh. is just like night made. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm genuinely touched by that. That's lovely. That's genuine. That's uh, what a, what a lovely genuine moment for the podcast. EJ I'd like to sort of echo that in saying that I did choose this film with the idea in mind of how often can I get Nick to scream at the TV? <laughs> it wasn't like, yeah. it wasn't like at the oh, TV. No, it wasn't like you were cheering on the camera. I was, dude, the camera work in this is really it's sick. So strong. Like, um, 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 with this in conjunction with like, so last night, um, I watched a film that may show up on the podcast at a later date. Um, Villainous. And Villainous is got like, Similar kind of camera work where it's all this kind of like handheld hyper long take kind yeah. of really involved kinetic action sequences that are just like mm, oh ah look at all the way they've considered the way all these different pieces move together it's fucking great yeah. oh should say not just kinetic but also readable yes you can read the action they go mm. from point to point to point yeah. in a way that you're like oh you're using shaky cam but it's used as a actual means of conveyance yeah. of information oh my god, oh my god. um <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Nick just lifted up his top in such excitement. Yeah, it's it's also very warm free this the evening. The, the nips have tried to be I getting free all day. Free. They're out there. Yeah. Um, Shay, do you want to take another crack at your one like hot take? Are you happy with it's a movie? I, I like it's a movie. It's a movie. It's a movie. Okay. It's a movie. Um, I stand by my one line hot take as the opening line of this podcast. It's the Bond that Bond fans deserve. Yes. I like I for real. To launch into the discussion, here's my thing. Wait, favorite. wait, we haven't synopsized the film. Oh, fuck, okay. EJ, as someone who has seen this movie not once, but twice, okay, give this, us a synopsis. This is a two and a half, two and a half hour film. Yep. Um, a lot happens. A lot happens. Okay, to break it down. Into like, within ten minutes, maybe. Probably ten less, minutes. I imagine. I, for God's sake, I hope less than ten minutes. <laughs> <laughs> You did take 15 minutes to describe Avengers. To be fair, Infinity yeah. War was yeah, so many was moving parts. Not like this film. <laughs> That's not a standard no. movie. Yeah, this film is actually no, kind of well put together. No, but you have a mark about how long. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like. As long as you do be better fine. than Valerian, it's fine. Uh, yes. <laughs> that's 45 oh, yeah, minutes that's of me and Shay just losing it. <laughs> so we open on uh, Eggsy, still ridiculously named main character. Yes. And he's attacked by Guy from the last film that he thought he killed. Who is his nemesis named Charlie Victor Crumb in the Harry Potter films? Yeah. So he attacks him with his robot arm. Just real quick, I did not know he was Victor Crumb when I saw Kingsman One. I didn't either. Because he looked so wildly different to yeah. how he looks in fucking Harry Potter. You're just like, oh. I had no idea until you said that today. Right? Like, look, you see, you're just like, oh, it's Crumb, legitimately yeah. Crumb with a robot arm. Continue. Yeah. So they get attacked. He gets attacked, and they go on a crazy car chase through London, and it's like, sick. And then he um. <laughs> He, de he, like, detaches his robot arm, and Eggsy takes his car into the Serpentine River. No, into Hyde Park, yeah. Wait, is that the Serpentine? Yep. Yep. That is the Serpentine. Okay. The Serpentine. Wait, yep. wait, wait. And then, uh, he goes into a vault of weird shit, and then the robot arm hacks the car, and they, it steals all these files, and Eggsy <laughs> goes home to his hot princess girlfriend, who in the last film, he was promised anal from. Which he got, or, as yes. I recall. Hence the start of their beautiful relationship. Just, just a real quick aside. I watched Kingsman 1, partially in preparation for you recommending Kingsman 2 to me. Yes. I watched it on a plane, Ooh. flying back from Sri Lanka, and I got the 
airline friendly version. Oh. So all the swear words were like made not swear words. Ew, and really? a lot of the more graphic violence and sex scenes were cut awkwardly. So the whole he then goes to her cell to like have sex yeah. with her in the butt specifically w was made very like kind of very implied. I later looked it up for research purposes. And was just sort of like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's actually going in there. Good for him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, she seems into it. Positivity. It's, it's consensual, so yes, let your freak flag fly. The first gold in circle. <laughs> oh. Sorry. That was good. Bob's not with us, but his spirit lives on. Um, anyway, they are together, and Eggsy goes to uh, the Kingsman headquarters, and uh, they're looking for... Well, they're looking to capture Charlie, and they realize it's... He's part of the Golden Circle, probably. And then, um, everyone gets blown up, except Eggs for... Eggsy is at dinner. Eggsy's at dinner with his girlfriend, and everyone gets blown up, except for Merlin and Eggsy. I am Boom. outraged that Roxy got blown up, yeah. but as EJ said, anyone can come back. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't trust that. Like, yeah, I mean... Yeah, we'll see. She seemed to be running for an exit when the missile was on the way, so I'm just like, Kingsman 3... Yeah. I'm, I'm Cross into your it. fingers, everyone. Yep, yep. Uh, so they uh, do the doomsday protocol, which is drink a bottle of whiskey and then go to Kentucky and meet um, <laughs> Channing Tatum, oh who is a person, and they uh, meet with the statesmen, who are the American version of this situation, and they all have <laughs> cowboy hats and whips and whiskey. Which makes sense, I guess. And lassoes. And Halle Berry, which also is nice yeah. for them. Yeah! And then Colin Firth shows up with an eye patch, and you're like, Yes, pirate Colin Firth, let's do this! <laughs> and he doesn't remember who he is, and they like flood the room to try to drown him into remembering. And then he doesn't until he threatens to shoot his dog, and then he's like, Oh yeah, cool, here I am. I'm Colin back. Firth. <laughs> uh, meanwhile, over in uh, Cambodia, right? Mm hmm uh, Julianne Moore is like, I have red hair and a 50s-style jungle, and I also am <laughs> the greatest drug cartel in the world. Profits of $250 billion. So good for her, and she's poisoned all of her stock and created a virus that turns everyone blue and causes death eventually after some dancing. And who else does she have at her compound? Elton John in the greatest... Uh, uh, supporting role of his life. Like he's he's, um, he's in there. He's a legitimate supporting character. And of what? Himself. Wait, 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 wait. Yep. I don't want to. I I know that normally the synopsis is like sacrosanct. I'm gonna sacrosanct. go back and get the meat. You grind. have to get the I'm meat. I'm getting bit. the meat. Grind. Good. Get the meat bit. So in there. to open on who Julianne Moore is, she's uh, recruiting a new person with his friend, and she makes the new recruit stuff his friend into a meat grinder and then eat his friend as a burger. Mm, like a proper American-style like burger. It's, horrifically great. And then there's also robot dogs. Yes! And yes! There's also just Elton John captured in various outfits playing the piano <laughs> to an empty stage. Most of them are rainbows. It's great. Yes, it's great. Uh, so, yeah, the plan is to basically hold hostage every possible drug user in the entire world and get drugs legalized. Spoiler, that's a lot of people. Yes, millions. If I think that's an underestimation, to oh, be honest. Probably, yes. Millions. Um, so Legsy and Co. are like, well, shit. <laughs> Everyone we know uses drugs. So, including Channing Tatum, who was kind of a red herring in the trailer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he 
not really in this. He's the biggest promise that is not fulfilled by this movie. He's, and it fulfills a lot of promises. He's probably in for a total of five minutes and then he's cryogenically frozen for the rest of it. And you're kind of like, yeah, he's probably busy. He got to do a sexy dance. Yeah. That's probably, like, contractually obligated. In of course. Film. Of course. Yeah. Can't uh, believe he's separated from his wife. What? He and his wife are separated. Oh, that's sad. I know. And they were just like, Breaking you're a dancer. News. She's a dancer. Fucking... Wait, in real life? Yeah, in real life. In genuine real life. That's sad. Like, they, they, it's very amicable, apparently. Okay. But also, oh my god. Did he do a sexy dance in Dear John? Probably. Okay. I've not seen Dear John, but I want to if there's a sexy Channing Tatum dance. I don't, I don't do I not? Know. Okay, fair enough. Okay. <laughs> um, that won't be showing up on the podcast later. We're halfway through this film now. Uh, they go... To they go to... Italy? No, Glastonbury first. Oh yeah, they go to Glastonbury, and he has to plant a tracker in the vagina... <laughs> right up the vag. ...of Charlie's ex-girlfriend, so he has consensual finger sex. <laughs> <laughs> and you, the camera <laughs> follows his hand I mean, inside In a, in a, in a movie full of great shots. This is... This is a really good shot of just like, this is how we communicate... Look how in the vag this tracking yes. device is. Oh my god. So that happens. Like three digits deep. Yeah. That, that's not a measurement. Digits are the single fingers. Three. You mean knuckles. I do mean three knuckles. I'm yeah. sorry. Uh, yeah, okay. That, so <laughs> that happens. And then he goes to Italy with his friends and they go and find her because she's supposed to get the antidote from her ex-boyfriend Charlie who was the guy from the beginning who killed... Tried to kill Eggsy. And killed and, everyone else with missiles. Yeah. And they what go a shit. up this big ski slope in a classic spy scene, get the antidote, and then try to go down. And then Whiskey, from the Statesman, is a double agent, maybe, Colin Firth thinks, so he shoots him in the face. Yeah. And then everybody starts shooting at each other, and Whiskey destroys the antidote. Supposedly accidentally, but like maybe not. Wait, not fold for a fucking second. So they lose the one antidote they took. Should have grabbed two. That's a rookie mistake. Mm. Then they blow up the whole factory, so there's no more antidote around. And uh. But they got the name. They got the name of a guy, and then from that they get the coordinates of Cambodia, and then they're like, you know, I guess we should just go over there. And so they take their baseball bats and. They go in the jungle and Merlin steps on a landmine and then strong! he sings Country Roads by John Denver and then it's really <laughs> sad and sacrifices himself to blow up a bunch of people. Bring him back as a cyborg! And then there's an absolutely phenomenal sequence in which Elton John plays <laughs> uh, Saturday Night, is that the name of that song? Yeah, so uh, right. And then yeah. they have a crazy Wednesday. It's Wednesday. <laughs> crazy action scene, and uh, Elton John plays a major role in defeating that a robot dog somehow. <laughs> uh, and then they inject Julianne Moore with heroin in order to get the code to deliver all the antidotes from drones. Mm -hmm. And then Whiskey shows up, and he's fine. He's good. And he has both eyes, weirdly. But well, he got shot like in the oh, side. Oh, temple. Okay. Like, yeah. And uh, then they put him in the meat grinder. <laughs> and the end. Just as... <laughs> Two things I want to add to that. Fine. One, Whiskey goes into the meat grinder off the back of a really fucking great single, well, pseudo yeah, long take. supposedly mm. single shot. Oh my god, it's, 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 it's fantastic. And then Eggsy gets married. Oh yeah. Which That's is nice. nice. And then Channing Tatum's going to go be a Kingsman. Uh, he <laughs> wears a 
stupid looking bowler hat. Yeah, we no one in this country wears those no, anymore. Mm. So, Kingsman 2, The Golden Circle. I came in here with like reasonably decent expectations because, as I said before the film started, Kingsman is in the same class as uh, Kick-Ass, where the Kick-Ass movie, and I, we might catch flack. Do I have any comic fans who listen to the podcast? Probably no. not. Anyway. Uh, the, do we have fans who listen to I don't to think so. I feel like there are people who've stumbled across and gone, what the fuck is this? Oh, if you're listening, comment on something. Yeah, SoundCloud <laughs> slash iTunes. <laughs> I don't know how to check comments on iTunes Great. if that's a no, thing. the audience. <laughs> <laughs> Tweet at us yeah. at we don't have a single Twitter for the podcast. Great. Anyway, um... I, Kick-Ass is a better film than it is comic. The Kick-Ass comic is, like, mm. fine, but also not very good and kind of racist and has a lot of problematic elements to it. Mm. And the movie just goes, let's ignore those and just focus on more, like, the key ideas. The first Kingsman film is kind of the same. It's a bit less misogynistic, a bit more freeform with the way it does things. It has a slightly more cohesive plot. This, I think, builds on that pedigree of just being like, okay, we've got an insane, bonkers comic universe where... Mm people's heads explode, everyone is a secret agent, you know, fucking, like, cool flips and guns everywhere, and it's great, and robot dogs. Yeah. Go. Mm. And I think the... I said to you in the kitchen, don't overhype this. I honestly don't think you've over, you overhyped yes. this. I think this was a really genuinely fun, great action film. Mm. Like, yeah. really enjoyable. You know? Mm. Sean, what do you got? Um... Well, I like him with, like, Matthew Vaughan, the director of it. Um, he always, like, his films, he's always, like, picking, like, genre kind of films. What else has he done? So he did uh, Layer Cake. Oh, fuck, really? Yeah. Oh, wow, yeah, so okay. That's sort of British gangster, Stardust, which is the fantasy. Stardust is really great. And you've got Kick-Ass Films, Superheroes, Kingsman, Spy. Is it the same director? Yeah. Oh! Yeah. Oh, shit! Yeah. Oh my god! Wow. Like, full, full golden we did lots of research. I this. genuinely did not know that beforehand, but like you can really see it in the you way that he played that off. He yeah. understands like how to adapt a comic book mm. property for yeah. the big screen. Mm. All right, yeah. all right. Yeah. But what I like about about his films is he he knows his genre and then leans even further into it. Yes. Like he like stretches it as far as it can go and can at times yeah yeah it's I think well you can make it more ridiculous at times which he does with especially Kick-Ass and, um, and Kingsman mm. you know, which is really nice yeah so. it's a highly enjoyable fucking property Shay what did you make of this film beyond it being a film <laughs> um I liked it uh, I, I don't have a lot to say I thought for the I mean I feel like you've got things to say otherwise why are you here on the show <laughs> We like you for your ability to talk to words. Leave. No! Ah. We're in your room! We can't go anywhere! <laughs> um, yeah, it's great. I feel like Halle Berry was underused. Yeah. Um, I would have liked more Halle... I tell I you what, they, they seem Halle to Berry. bury the lead. Yeah. Where Halle Berry and Merlin have a conversation like... Oh, wouldn't it wouldn't it be great if we got in the field and like did shit? And Merlin's like, oh, maybe I'm Scottish. And then Merlin gets in the field and instantly dies. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, in a very beautiful sequence. I was quite impressed with. It's impressive. Like, yeah. it, it it felt earned in a way because yeah. I really liked his character. I was just like, oh shit, they're gonna yeah. kill fucking. They're gonna I kill feel Merlin. Like they were setting up to really use Halle Berry in the next one. Yeah, because yeah. she's now whiskey. Yeah. Yeah. She's like a strong. Set up character, I think. Because uh -huh. they've killed everybody else, so mm. they kind of need to. 
Yeah. That's like, the nice thing about this. They're not afraid to take risks. It's just like, yeah, like you said, let's yeah. kill 80% of the cast. So many people. Right. Yeah. Who was the guy who was the new boss replacing... Uh, Jeff Bridges. No, 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 no not Michael, Michael Gambon. Gambon. It was Michael Gambon. It was yeah. Michael Gambon, yeah, because I was going like, that's not Pete Pottlesway. He's dead by this mm. point. Um, but it was. I was like, who do you replace Michael Caine with? Michael Gambon. Obvious yeah. choice. Mm. And, like, and then they fucking murder him too. And I'm like... Movie! Yeah. <laughs> Who's in charge of this organization now? <laughs> I guess Colin Firth? Yeah. He's the new Ooh, boss. Yeah. Or at least he will be in Kingsman 3. I think so. Question Would you watch a Kingsman 3? Yeah. Only yes, with absolutely. you. With me? Yeah. Oh, yeah specifically? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Would, that, would that be the selling point? Yeah. I'd also just absolutely watch it. I wouldn't need. I, I don't need a selling point because I really like these films. Yeah. But, like I said, yeah. we were talking about the whole. Because you go back to Bond. And it's like, Bond kind of like, you know, was the sort of big, goofy, over-the-top spy thriller stuff. And then Jason Bourne came out, and everyone's like, oh my god, it's so gritty and real. It's not real at all, but sure. <laughs> um, it's, so, it's got an aesthetic that feels much more like frenetic and kinetic and sort of like gritty, rather than yeah. being the sort of high concept. Like, I'll use my specific gadget that was introduced 20 minutes earlier in the film for this exact situation. My BMW has a buzzsaw in its thing that will cut my way out of whatever the car is invisible you know no one wants that yeah that feels too contrived at this point whereas i think these films evoke the feeling that i used to get from mm. bond mm. of like sure they've got ridiculous gadgets but by this point i sort of feel that everything they introduce is kind of like it makes sense that they use it the yeah. way they do especially with the introduction of julianne moore's character and it's that thing of like the meat grinder and the robot dogs yes and it's just you know they bury the human burger it's just from that point it's just like yeah anything could happen and i'd be completely sold they on buried it. that yeah. lead very very yeah. early yeah. they were just like yeah you know she's insane and has robot dogs Sure. How do you yeah. deal with that? We, I do, throughout the whole film, you like saying, "Well, we know someone else has to go in that grinder." Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Like we, we were all aware. We were yeah, just like, yeah, "Someone's yeah. going." There was in. no way. Then I'm actually surprised. I was surprised at the time that it wasn't her, and then oh, I was like, "Yes, right. that would be too easy." Yeah. Like, they they were... killed her like super fast and in like a really non-dramatic way. And then you kind of forget about whiskey, and then he shows up. You're like, "Oh yeah, yeah shit! There's still another dude." Oh yeah, that guy. Yeah. I was pleased that I called the whiskey. Uh, like betrayal, yeah. Literally, like seconds before Colin Firth yeah. Yeah, because they yeah. they had that bit where like they make a big show of um Eggsy holding the antidote, and he has this big elaborate un unboxing sequence where he's like, "Look at this fucking antidote," and then he Whiskey goes, "Can I see that?" And then they very clearly Eggsy holds out, and then the door opens as Colin Firth comes in, and just Whiskey goes, huh, and he looks yeah. a bit pissed off. I'm yeah. just like, "What the fuck's that? Why are you looking so pissed off? What's going on there? You really want that antidote?" I don't trust you. I do want to point out again that, like in Avengers, this film had zero hand-to-hand -hand combat with women. True. Mm. But they the first one did. Did they? First one did, yeah. In the first movie, uh, Eggsy has a elaborate fight sequence with the lady with the, with the prosthetic oh, legs. Oh, you're right. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I just thought it was strange, like... They didn't really have... I mean, this comes back to the whole... There wasn't need to, but... Yeah, they, this yeah. comes back to the Halle Berry being underused thing. Like, presumably, in the fiction of the show, she's been trained to statesman standards, whatever that yeah, is. Yeah. So she's done the whole equivalent to, your room is flooding, oh shit, figure it out, kill a dog, fall out of a plane. Yeah, yeah. That they had in the first film, so she's done the American equivalent of that. So presumably she's a badass. Yeah. 
but equally, we never get to see her do anything, and uh, Julianne Moore is just sort of, you know, she's the fucking, like, she's yeah. all cerebral and, like, yeah, I'm gonna I mean, get you to do what I want. It, like, it wouldn't make sense if she had hand-to-hand -hand combat, because they set up that she's, like, a crazy businesswoman. Yeah. So, I was fine with it, but it, I just thought it was interesting, because we've not seen... This is where I feel the decision to kill Roxy hurt the film. Yeah. Because I really liked Roxy as a character from the first one. She had a nice little arc in the first movie where she got over like her fear of heights and saved the world, actually, for real. And had a completely non-romantic relationship with Eggsy. I liked that they were friends! Yeah, they'd set that up again in this film, and I was like, yes, this is so wonderful. Yeah. I'm kill her. Yeah, and I'm just like, that feel... I was... When Merlin turned up after the initial point where all of the Kingsman agents were killed, I was like... And then Roxy will show up immediately after. She's good. They go like, Roxy's dead to Roxy. I'd be like, you're a bit premature, guys. I was just be like, ah, and she, that never happened. That, in a movie, I, th I feel like that's the only major misstep. Like, yeah, I agree. I, I, and in a movie that's primarily about, like, you know, straight white men doing straight white men things, yeah. it feels a little unfair to say, well, I mean, you had the option. But the fact is, they had the option to have a more powerful women of color slash mm -hmm. female lead character Nuss and they never really did it yeah. and I'm like ah this would have been really cool it's it's still a really fun film and I really really enjoyed it but I'm still I'm still a little salty that Roxy got killed like very yeah. early on Same. I was like ah oh, damn it just put her in she's it's great salty like that burger Julianne Moore season she seasoned it excellently just yeah. oh my goodness what did we make of Colin Firth in this film Shay yeah he's good he's he's <laughs> <laughs> my, my levels of uh, film, film criticism today are high. Uh, yeah, he's good. He does his Colin Firth thing. I like how he acts not like his character to begin with and then becomes his character later on, but sees butterflies. Um, it's good. Um, You're going to love listening back to this in the I'm going to hate it. <laughs> I don't know, but I agree. I think they gave him the diff because I feel like it was a mistake for them to reveal that Colin Firth was in it in the trailers. Yeah, what mm. the fuck? And all the billboards. Right? Yeah. They were just like, what also, the Colin Firth is in it. The first poster basically spoiled it. Yeah, yeah. why would you. It, it was actually like kind of a good when reveal. Was he a draw of the film? Wait, it's like, Colin Firth. He's a known guy. I know, but like. Taron Egerton's not huge. Yeah, but it's. Star. They don't have. Do you think Taron Ed Egerton's going to get places? No. No, no, he's in, he's he's in Robin Hood. The, the new one? Yeah. Oh, but... Okay, okay, okay. L hear me out. For real. I watched the trailer for that Robin Hood and I was just like, Yeah, alright. Alright, can we watch it after? I'm <gasps> it's, oh, it's not out, it's out yet. yet. No, the trailer. Oh, oh we, can, we can watch the trailer right after this, yeah. of course. Yeah, I watched the trailer I was just like, You know what? I, I will always give Robin Hood a fair shake because... I'm an English middle-class white man, and like I read the Robin Hood book, or rather, my dad read the Robin Hood books to me before I was old enough to read, and so I've grown up with like that mythos, so I have a very strong personal connection to that. So I'm always like, you know, when Ridley Scott's Robin Hood came out, I was like, I mean, it's Russell Crowe, but also, yeah, I'll give it Ridley a go. Ridley Scott? Have you not seen Ridley yeah. Scott's Robin no. Hood? I've only oh, seen the Disney God. version with the Oh. I mean, that's a great one. Yeah. Wait, so you've never seen Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves? No. You've never seen the Kevin... That's Kevin Costner. That's Kevin yeah. Costner one, yeah. Oh. oh, can we do Robin Hood first? <laughs> <laughs> wait, 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 okay, 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 okay. 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 Yeah. Listener, you're going to be very clued in to the way that our process works. Hear, hear me out. Okay. We do... We do one longer podcast, but... We do... Fucking... Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. Mm. 
Ridley Scott's Robin Hood, <gasps> the new Robin Hood that's coming out. I agree. Yeah, back to back to back to back, and then we on, podcast on about the same all... day. Fucking right, we do all on all the same right, day. Or we do a podcast for each, <laughs> and I stitch them together in the edit. That would be probably, that would probably be easier to handle to handle than all of us trying to get the same day off. Wait, well, you, you know, just like let's just commit, guys. Yeah, Come let's on. just take a day. Yeah. Why not? Fuck a holiday off. It's I fine. mean, yeah, yeah, it'd be fine. But I think Robin Hood Fest. Okay, uh, mm. advanced treasure agent Sean. Mm. They're all like Make a three hour film. Well, They're all three hours. They're all long films. The Ridley Scott one is too long. <laughs> and we don't know how long the new one is yet because it's oh, yeah. not out. But the Prince of Thieves one. Prince, is Robin and Prince of Thieves is a bit too long. But it does have Alan Rickman in it. Mm. Oh, I do oh, love Alan Rickman. Alan Rickman is the. I literally had one of my co workers at work say, say, Oh man, remember when Alan Rickman was alive? And I was like, Oh God, why would you say that? I mean, I don't know why she said it because she's a monster! She doesn't listen to the show, so it's fine. <laughs> uh, but I, I responded with, I want to just check. This is completely off topic, but I just want to check with you guys. My favorite Alan Rickman line ever is from Die Hard. Okay. Where he's, you know, uh, Hans Gruber. It's the moment when he's wandering around looking for John McClane. John McClane sneaks up on him, surprises him. He's all like, are you one of the terrorists? And he responds with, because he, up until then he's been like, Hello, my name is Hans Gruber. I'm very sinister. And it's all really... And he just goes with... No, God! Don't <laughs> kill me! And just laps into the best fake American accents yeah. ever. It's fucking brilliant. Like, that moment for me, just like, I was like... Alan Rickman's a genius! I personally just like him in anything he ever says in Galaxy Quest. Galaxy Quest is uh, fucking amazing! Love that film. Be a good film. I think it would be. Yeah. I mean, it would just be us going... Oh! That is what this part is. My <laughs> hammer. You shall be avenged. Uh, and it's the fucking guy from Home Improvement. Tim yeah. Allen. Tim Allen. Who's the dickhead Republican? Yeah. But, and he plays the character so well of like fucking. Yeah. He's. And Buzz Lightyear. Oh, oh God, yeah. he is. Oh, you've ruined Toy Story. We're so far. Uh. Oh. Tom Hanks exists though. It neutralizes. Yeah, it's fair. Sigourney Weaver's also really good in Galaxy Quest. You know, too. Tom Hanks has a tw his Twitter is exclusively just finding lost gloves. <laughs> Are you serious? He just takes please find it, please. Bring that up on the big screen, please, Shay. I want to like verify oh. this. Tom Hanks Twitter into Google it goes. Oh. And has it got the verified tick? It's got the verified tick. Oh, there's other stuff oh. on there now. Wait, oh, oh. I feel like EJ has led mm. us astray. No, touch, be more specific. Are you gonna be Tom Hanks' Twitter <laughs> lost glove? Look. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I feel like this podcast oh. has got into a bit of a spiral at this point. Viewer, what you need to do to replicate this experience is just Google oh Tom Hanks lost and found Twitter. So he's... Oh my gosh. Sean, what are you seeing? Read out uh, that tweet. So, mitten, shoe, hat, don't know. But it was lost at 70th and Broadway. Hanks. It's just a photo of a pink thing on the ground. <laughs> just a shoe on the ground. She left in a hurry. Well, he's like, okay. Tom Hanks, Tom Hanks, I know you listen to the show. Why are you signing your tweets, Hanks? <laughs> <laughs> Everyone knows it's you. You've got the oh verified tick. No, it's Hank spelled with an X at the end. Is that it's his just... porn name? That's his pseudonym for lost. <laughs> <laughs> oh, superhero based. Okay, okay, okay. So we've we've drifted a little 
you know. Yeah, what were we talking about? We were talking. <laughs> Kingsman. The oh god, we've been going half an hour. How the fuck did we get to half an hour? Okay, so mercifully, somehow, we're gonna go towards final thoughts. Shay, oh. you're gonna go last. So, oh, no. so oh. mentally prepare. Oh, okay. Would you go second to last? Oh, yeah. Would that be better? Okay. Yeah, sure. EJ, as most familiar with the film. Yes. Give um, us your final thoughts. For me, I think this was one of those films that reminds me why I love ridiculous dumb films. Because it's like, if you just watch this without caring about anything... Like, it's really fucking great directing. It's it, fun as hell. Oh my god, is it? And Elton John is in it. He fucking he, spin like, kicks a guy. It's like, oh. Oh, it's in so high good. heel. Platform high heels. It's he spin kicks a guy. Everything I want. And he invites Colin Firth for anal too. He yeah. does. He's like, Colin Firth, come over. We'll just fucking and have Colin a good Firth's time. Like, oh, yes. okay. Here's the thing. Colin Firth lost his memory. And he's and all like, I don't even know who I am. But at the same time, he's like... I really fucking love Elton John. And he's also like, I've never had a relationship before. Oh, yeah, he is! Imagine hey. if it was Elton John. Oh, oh, if the next movie happens and they're just like a couple. <gasps> oh, God. That's such a money idea. Picture to Matthew Vaughn now. <laughs> Matthew, Matthew. Get put, John. Take your headphones out. We'll we'll see you at the later on, but get on the phone to Elton John. Sean, no, Shay, sorry. Sean, you'll, you'll be next. Shay. Uh, it, it's good to see the song Country Road used in numerous films, including this one. Every film that uses Country Road is pretty good. Name a bad film that uses Country Road. I'm trying yeah, to... Name another film that uses Country Road other than Whisper of the Heart. Whisper of the Heart. Logan Lucky. Uh, another so... film that also came out. <laughs> Channing Tatum. Yeah, with Channing Tatum. Channing Tatum loves John Denver. Yeah. He agrees to sign up for films. Based purely on their John Denver related goodness. Check. Free Fire? Uh, I didn't like that film. I'm impressed that you're doing all of this off the top of your dome. Yeah. Mm. This is impressive. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I had to recoup some of my love. <laughs> <laughs> you mean, well, it's a movie. Isn't it of criticism or like showing your film knowledge? <laughs> If anyone who's listening would be like, did Shane watch this? <laughs> I'm, I'm going to get hired for so much freelance work. <laughs> Can you review our film? Yeah, sure. Yeah, sure. yeah. <laughs> Celluloid moved through a camera. There's so much on digital. God damn it. Oh, yeah. but you got it wrong. But it was shot with the spirit of physical media. Sean. Uh, yes, like, I've never seen. I haven't seen the first one. You should watch the first like, one. Yeah, the first it's it's quite fun. It's the thing. Like, I've I've seen like the church scene. You've seen cause... Pacific Rim Uprising, but not Pacific Rim, and you've yeah, seen Kingsman weird... Two, but not Kingsman One. Yeah, I'm very weird. This is becoming so... a thing. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, but yeah, like, I haven't seen the first one, and so I didn't. Expectations were all over the place for this one. That's but it's fantastic. It's just like it's it's good fun. The action scenes are fantastic. Like, yes. Better than most action scenes you see in yeah. most films nowadays. Mm. Oh, like, directing of those. Directing is fantastic as well. Cinematography like, is it, A+. Plus. Uh, um, it's a thing, like, everybody puts in such strong performances. And that's, you know, personal highlights here are, like, conf uh, Mark Strong. Yeah. Yep. Um, and Elton John. I really, <laughs> I just want to ask an aside, I really fucking love that moment where... Uh, Mark Strong's trying to figure out whether Colin Firth is a double agent slightly on the sly and he's all like what was the headline when you stopped the assassination on Thatcher and they're just like doing all of these inside references and the last one he's like 
who's my favorite musician? He's like, how the fuck would I know that? And he's all like, it's John Denver. How do you know? It's John Denver. <laughs> like, I like the slight tone of outrage he brings. It's just like, I, I always talk no. about him. This is an established character trait. Oh, I do want to say, if, if this film was not rated 15, it would not have worked. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah you yeah, need to have this, the higher rating. Yeah, yeah, if this was a 12, it would not necessary. work at all. Dude's getting cut in half by a, an electric lasso. Everyone's talking yeah. like normal human beings. Everyone's like, mm. fucking shit, but oh my god. Fuck, everyone's dead. Roxy, why? <laughs> Come back in the third one. Please! <laughs> well, you never see her body, so... No, exactly, as far as I'm concerned, she so was... the rule of thumb She was film. moving to the exit, as far as I'm concerned, she's fine. Let me you pull know. up her IMDb. Oh, oh, you're going to see if there's any pre-production Kingsman 3. I do. But then she'll be revealed in the trailer and then be like, God damn it. And she's got she'll an eye patch too. Yeah, she, she'll be shaving. But it'll be on the other side. <laughs> It'll be beautiful. That's the thing, she'll have the eye patch on the other side. Yeah, yeah her and Colin Firth together make like one whole agent. <laughs> <laughs> um, for my final thoughts, so... I, I was really hopeful that this would be a really solid podcast which I feel like we've delivered well done everyone <laughs> apart from Shay your performance was woeful <laughs> I mean basically my one my, my final thought is the police need to leave give it a moment when you need to put a tracker on someone oh God. always use protection on your tracker <laughs> finger otherwise who knows what kind of like weird diseases you can pick up at Glastonbury. Also, EJ totally skipped over what was actually, in my opinion, a quite moving sub romantic subplot in your synopsis. Not to, like, you know, burn you or anything. Oh, please. But, like, so in, in, in so many cases, like, the James Bond analog, again, is, like, for with James Bond, all the women are disposable. It's, like, he meets them within the context of the film, and then, you know, he has sex with them, and then maybe they die, or maybe they're like, oh, James, we're in a lifeboat. Let's fuck as the credits roll. And you're just like, and you're, okay, whereas... And then next film, that. They're not there. They're not even referenced again. It's like they're done. Whereas with this was a character from the previous film who he established a relationship with, albeit on a kind of weird... Yeah, fucking kind of, you know, she was like, I'll let you fuck me in the ass if you save the world. And you're like, ah, okay. You seem into that? That I want to be sex positive. Let's go. Yeah. Um, but... It's nice to see Eggsy as a character really being driven by his commitment with, you know, not wanting to screw around. And being like, you know, having actual thoughts of like, I want to do right by this person who I'm in an actual solid relationship with. And he ends up marrying her. Yeah. I'm like, that wouldn't fly in a James Bond movie. Like, the one time he got married, they immediately murdered his wife. Like, immediately. Yeah. And like, you know, on Her Majesty's Secret Service, if it were not for George Lazenby would be the best James Bond film. But I feel like this delivers where that one doesn't, in the sense that the character is allowed to grow and learn, which is nice. So basically, uh, save the world, have sex with a lady and then marry her. Uh, not to say that, you know, monogamy is the only course of action within relationship context, but, you know, like, it's nice to see relationships being presented as something positive rather than men should treat women as disposable. This got way too preachy. Oh, God, how do I get out of this, guys? I'm in a spiral hell. Uh, Nobody is confirmed for Kingsman 3 except for uh, Taron Egerton and Colin Firth. And it is written by Matthew Vaughn and Jane Goldman. Alright. Alright. Strong. We look forward to seeing that in probably like a year or two if we're still doing this podcast. Which we will. We'll always be here. Um, join us next time for 
Not Ocean's 8. We're not doing that no more. No offense, people. We, I mean, it's probably great. Hooray for... It was fine. Yeah? It was fine. EJ liked it? It was alright. Yeah, I'm going to see it. Is everyone else going to see it? I'm, I'm probably going to see it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's one of those films I was like, I'll give money to this film. Yeah, oh yeah. I definitely, like, I want this to get financial. Yeah. I want this to get bank. You know, go for it. Um. So, not Jurassic World, because I think that's out of cinemas by now, isn't it? We still have it. There's nothing else in. Oh, God. <laughs> We've had Sherlock Holmes for three months. Oh, God. Yes. Well, I mean, what other children's movies have come out? <laughs> oh, no. So join us next time for a movie on a screen that we that we watch, as Shay would describe it. <laughs> <laughs> Farewell!